Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another podcast, Will's Take on Sports. This podcast is 726 Live Game Action. Major League Baseball and the WNBA have uh, recently restarted. The NBA is supposed to restart this week, and NFL training camps will get going here shortly also. I got I to admit, I'm kind of glad the games are back. Um, gives me something else to watch on TV besides Netflix and the Food Network. And hearing all these things in regards to the coronavirus. The coronavirus is a real thing. I'm not trying to minimize that at all. But it is good to have something else to watch when you turn on the tube. Besides the troubling and disturbing reaction to the coronavirus and the political reaction to the coronavirus. So all of those that are essential workers that are out there that are... Um, been going to work during this entire time. My heart goes out with those out to you. Um, I can't imagine being a healthcare worker during this time in any place, let alone where the hot spots are and they're not getting breaks. They're working almost double shifts. That is really a trying time. And also they have to be in consideration of their health. So it's a very trying time around the world, but I got to admit, having live sports to talk about is kind of a good distraction. I still don't want the college kids to play because they don't get paid. That's just my point. All right, I'm going to welcome in Mr. Walter Strong, Mr. Derek Wilson, Mr. Louis Lenore. How are you guys doing today? All right. Good, good evening. Great. Good evening. Great, great. Doing great. That's good to hear. Um, wait, let me ask you guys this real quick. Let me turn the music off so you can hear me real good on this one. Jamal Adams was just traded uh, within 24 hours to the Seattle Seahawks from the New York Jets. Now, he made some disparaging comments on his way out, saying that he didn't think Adam Gates was a real leader or a great leader of men or, or, or the leader for the Jets. Some along those lines, I may be off, but... He made some disparaging comments about Adam Gates. I don't think Adam Gates is a good leader either, but I'm a fan. And I've never played for Adam Gates. Um, So he did. Um, But anyway, he is going to Seattle for two first-rounders and a third-rounder. I'm a little lost. Is Jamal Adams that good, D? No. (laughs) No. He's good, but he's not a – He's not a, a game changer. You, know, you give up that kind of stuff for dudes that good games. He just was 
good defender on a bad team, if you ask me. Well, uh, they say he is the most. Say he is the most all around. He is an all around safety. He can do everything in the game. I thought that was uh, uh, that Matthew boy. Oh, Derwin James or anybody else James? like that. I don't think of, Come on, man. I don't think of Jamal Adams <laughs> that way. Uh right. Lou? No, I, he's I not, ask he's you. not good. I mean and he and he wasn't really mm-hmm. happy with being with the Jets anyway. So I think the time was right that he should go. I mean I know what he's gonna do for Seattle. I don't know if it's gonna take him back to the uh to the promised land, but you know, he's their problem now. So uh, I'm actually glad he's gone. Oof. What a mess. <laughs> okay. I saw a comment, Walter, on uh, Twitter, that number one news source, Twitter. Um, <laughs> a guy said, if you, offer, if you offer me more than double of what my house is worth, I'll be packing my bags, too. That was the, that's what he was uh, making the equivalent of the, of the Seahawks um, acquiring Jamal Adams, that basically they just flat out overpaid. What is your thoughts? I don't think so because they are, for the last couple of years, have been a top contending team, probably in the top mm-hmm. six. Um, so when you look at their position in terms of where they act, where they finish, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. unless you're trying to find a, an ally Tom Brady, um, I don't really think that pick is really going to give you that much, you know, especially if they end up – Hopefully, you know, I, I am rooting for the Seahawks to make it to uh, the Super Bowl again. Um, so I'm hoping as far as they go, that pick means very little. And I think that's what the Seahawks are banking on um, of that. I don't really see the Seahawks having a New York Jets type season, uh, which is a losing season. And so they just said, okay, you want, you know, We'll just ship you out because we realize we're not going to get much back for you anyway, so we're going to just go ahead and get rid of you because you can't take enough of a lead to make the deal. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, why are you okay. rooting for the Seahawks? Oh, I, I, I wonder why you root for the Seahawks. I'm a Russell Wilson fan. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. You know, I, I don't have I don't have Ray Lewis anymore. And plus, I'm, I'm, I, I love defense. I love teams that play defense. Well, you didn't love the Seahawks last year because they weren't that good. <laughs> defense. Yeah. Defense uh, was, cool. The defense wasn't there, you know, but you got to give credit to the 49ers. They, they, they played Seahawks, the Seahawks' game much better than what they've done in the past. But, mm-hmm. you know, history shows me that, you know, Pete Carroll is almost like the Bill Belichick of the NFC now. Whoa. Mm. That's 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 hype. That's that's strong. hype. Bill, uh, yeah, that's real strong. Pete Carroll? You sure about that? Yeah, I, I think he brings maybe, the championship. Maybe in terms of longevity and you know, I mean, uh, strong defensive success, maybe. Maybe. Is that what you're saying, Walter? Yes, exactly, exactly. He may, I mean, he may not have all the rings that Belichick has, but in terms of the championship pedigree, when you kind of look within the, the landscape of NSC coaches, um, mm-hmm. 
unless I'm I'm missing two or three, please enlighten me. But you know, and they they all seem to all uh, you know have always been there in the championship game. Um, I I, I think it's a reach, but I'm trying to understand it. Uh, I'm trying. To, D, go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say I was gonna say one thing. One, I actually agree with Walter about uh, Pete Carroll. I I, I can see the comparison just because of how long he's been there and kind of the school of Bill Parcells that he came from. So I can see that. But um, the one thing I would say about the trade is if I'm Seattle, I give it to him. The reason being because there's so much uncertainty, not just in the NFL but in college. First round picks might not be what they was worth, worth in the next couple of years. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about, you know what I mean, what teams this year basically had to are going to have, you know what I mean, had to draft the line. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of a crapshoot right now with the draft. So if I can get a proven player right now for some draft hits that might really not be worth anything in the next couple of years, I'll take it. There's a, there's a, a question out there that now, well, some some are speculating that Jadavion Clowney may now want to resign. I don't see how they pay both of them. I don't see it. Well, um, unless you, can, you know, I'm pretty sure you can. Mm-hmm. You can because because of the same thing that happened with Cam Newton. Clowney's been on the market for okay. long. All the money dried up, so he's going to have to take okay. a, a cap friendly deal wherever he goes. Now, if he's smart, he goes back to Seattle because he gets the continuity, and then when he gets to resign his uh, his next contract, whether it be with Seattle or anybody else, he gets an extra year service. Plus, the, right. you know what I mean, the extra year can be on the same team. So, if he's smart mm-hmm. and he ain't got a boatload of money sitting out there somewhere to take the deal, take the deal with Seattle, go back, hopefully win if they actually play the season, and then try it again next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they told him everything they thought about him when they didn't franchise him. Well, I, I mean, uh, well, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. He, what did he, I mean, he was okay in Seattle, but he wanted money. Like, he was playing like Miles Garrett. You know what I mean? You weren't leading the league in sacks or none of that stuff. You were getting pressures. But, you know what I mean, Joey Bosa get a lot of pressures, but he don't get a lot of sacks. That's what counts. He didn't have a like Aaron Donald did. But he want Aaron Donald money. You ain't gonna get Aaron Donald money. No, and he's not a quarterback. No, exactly. Um, what did you guys think about the Miles Garrett deal? Uh, yeah, that caught me by two years too early. Yeah, not worth. I it. just thought it was just. I just thought it wasn't the appropriate time for Miles Garrett to get paid. But again. That's what the the NFL will tell you what they think about what they think about and what's most important production. They can they can they can right. manipulate everything right. else. <laughs> you know how they right. how they uh, how you are perceived in the media or social media or whatever, but they care about production. That kid had ten sacks and ten games. Then he lost his mind on the field. He got suspended for the last <laughs> half a year. He got reinstated, and the Cleveland Browns said, "You know what? You're right." You don't go in there and be the highest paid defensive player. Yeah. That's crazy. For all the wrong reasons. Listen, which which really I mean, makes sense because you didn't, didn't have any pressure to do so right now. None. You right. No None. At all. 
and he had a good year. I will give him that. But Aaron Aaron Donald is is clearly the best defensive player in football, and I think a close second to him maybe Khalil Mack. Oh, uh, yeah. let me see some other. Yeah, Khalil Mack, that cat in the secondary that plays for Kansas City that just totally turned around really their entire defense, and he was a major part of it. Oh, yes. That, that kid is legit. He, I mean, he is a spirit. That's, that, that's what I want to say. Uh, Jamal Adams isn't, isn't Matthew. He isn't him. Right. Now, He's I would not. give up two first-rounders for that guy. Well, but if I did, I would. But here's some stats yeah. that I wanted to give you guys about Jamal Adams. He has two career interceptions. I mean, he has, <laughs> you know, a 100-plus tackle season and 12-and-a-half career sacks. When I read his stats, I thought that was a linebacker stats. I, I don't think of a safety with those type of numbers. Right. I mean, that tells a lot how bad the Jets front seven is. But there, but there's something else to be told about that, though, Will. Remember a guy that used mm-hmm. to play for the Cowboys named Roy Williams? Yeah. Roy Williams played safety, but he was never in the back half of the defense because they knew he could cook. And the reason Jamal Adams got so many tackles because he can't cover. He's a he's a, wow. a dude named that played for the Rams a couple of years ago, Mark Barron. Oh yeah. Remember Mark yeah. Barron, the safety from uh, Alabama that got to the league and they found yeah. out he couldn't cover people. He was just good at hitting he, people. That's Jamal Adams. And that's not going to work in today's NFL with teams spreading all out. That's why I think that, that Tyron yeah. Matthew kid is so valuable because he can cover the slot. And yeah. he, he can come off, you know, and he, I mean, he just brings so many different aspects to a defense. But I just thought the Jamal Adams deal, I was like, man, Pete Carroll must be really just trying to say, I'm all in for now and I'm not worried about the future. That's why he gave up those picks and that third round pick because – He's got to be truly just, I'm 68 years old. I want to win before I leave the game. That's the only way I can look at that. Because that just, that, that just doesn't make sense to me. I see that. That makes I don't, sense. I, I, I just don't get, I, I mean, I've seen Jamal Adams play against the Dolphins, and um, the Dolphins tied in, were handling him on the line of scrimmage and opening up holes, and he was getting burnt left and right in the back end of the, and he's supposed to be the deep safety. So I was like, I don't know. I didn't get that that two first round thing, but Pete Carroll must know how to use him. Maybe gonna use him like he used Cam Chancellor. Maybe that's it. Cam Chancellor was an extra linebacker. Exactly, that's what he was. And Earl Man. and Earl Thomas covered up a lot of mistakes. That dude want to get paid. He want to get paid like he. I like, heard that. Like a top flight safety. Yeah, but he's. But he's not that he I don't see him being that big of a difference maker. I, I just I'm a little lost on it. Now I know a guy that just paid got paid who they gave up for. Him. Well they gotta pay him, you're right. But I know a guy who yeah. is worth the money he getting and that's Mookie Betts. I'm so happy for Mookie Betts. Oh, yeah. Mookie Betts is really he is a, he's a great kid. He's a heck of a ball player. I'm happy for him. What do you think about that deal, Lou? <laughs> that's a good deal. Thought maybe it was a bit much, but still, you know the thing is though that he has a massive contract of like uh, for the next twelve years at three hundred sixty-five million, which is about a million a day per year. 
But supposing that he doesn't, you know, fulfill his contract, getting you know, for like uh, injury or they um, decide, like, well, you're pretty bad. You know, you haven't performed well in the last uh, four or five years. They want to dump him. I think sometimes it's a big mistake getting uh, these players these big contracts when they don't live up to, um, they can't live up to the deal. I mean, it's kind of, because look at um, A-Rod. He didn't sell his uh, whole contract. So, you know, it's kind of like a waste of money in a way. Man, everybody likes to pick on A Rod. Everybody likes to pick on A Rod. A Rod. Okay, bad a, example. I he guess. was a he was a 19 year old phenom that played with Ken Griffey Jr. and Randy Johnson, and that team in Seattle was very good. It's just yeah. that if if you were in his position, would you turn down 200 million dollars that the Texas Rangers are offering you? Well, I mean, honestly, no. At 300, but you gotta live up to it though. <laughs> He did. He did live up to it. He did I live tell, up to it. You know. I mean, well, well, let me let me let me let me. Can I pose this question? Do you think that the money that a lot of these teams play pay a lot of these pitchers, and then the pitcher hurts his elbow, and he's gone for like two years? Remember all the money that who was it? Was it the Mets or the Cubs that gave the pitcher Paul Wilson? Remember him? Mm-hmm. They gave him all that money. Yeah. They gave Kerry Wood all that Not money. Yeah. Kerry Wood. And yeah, the first time he throw wrong, he out. At least if you got a position player, if he get hurt, <laughs> well, you just move him somewhere else. You still get your money. Pitchers and pitchers get the most money, and they the most fragile dudes out there. So mm-hmm. he is a good deal. If he if he can't play short or somewhere, you can always move him. I mean, I don't. As long as uh, the A I, the A-Rod thing just baffles me. I, everybody blame, everybody said, well, he didn't do good with the Yankees. Yeah, but he was playing with All-Stars. He, he's playing, he's playing, that was a heck of a team, and then he did have a couple of good years. You know, he, had, he did. It's Listen, tough being a guy. They, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, the money that the Yankees paid A-Rod, they made it back the first two years. Because the stadium stayed yeah. packed, they sold more merchandise probably in the first four years of uh-huh. being there because of who he was. So it goes beyond just what you see on the field, and I think that's the part that people don't take into account sometimes when these guys get these contracts. What else does the does the franchise get out of it aside from him just being on the field? Oh, well, they got There's they got major. Yeah, they got major like. Big time, yeah. like kickback from that. And I mean, this dude hit yeah. over 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 six hundred home runs, just four home runs shy of seven hundred. A Rod had a great career, in in my opinion. Right. I think he was well worth it. I know Mookie Betts is worth it because he's a career what three forty six hitter, somewhere along those lines. I mean, my goodness, that's crazy. That, that's crazy. Although today's game is is played with a tighter baseball, so the ball can travel a little further and they can get they can score more runs. But still, hey, the NBA shoots more threes, and the NFL don't call pass interference. So what well, they call pass interference every time you look at a receiver the wrong way, or or some kind of defense penalty <laughs> right. if you tackle a guy the wrong way. So hey, be mad with the rule changes. Don't be mad with the players. <laughs> that's all I can say. I had to, all right, guys. The games have started back up. The ladies uh, started yesterday. They said they had a, they have the campaign say her name. Uh, the baseball, uh, the opening day uh, between the Yankees and the Nationals. They had a black cloth that uh, was connected between both teams. 
Then out in L.A., there was no, uh, there was the same instance. Um, a couple of players didn't kneel. I really don't care if a player kneels or he doesn't kneel. It doesn't matter to me. Everybody's entitled to their, to how they feel. My only thing is, I just don't like the statement when they say I don't agree with Black Lives Matter because the kneeling is not a black about Black Lives Matter. The kneeling is about police brutality and racial injustice. That is something of a platform that the Black Lives Matter is uh, trying to uh, trying to make sure keep people aware of. But it's not it wasn't what the kneeling was about. Not about Black Lives Matter. But anyway, that that is what it is. Well, what do you think about the gestures being made? Uh, before the opening of live games returning to action. I'm sorry, we'll repeat the question. What do you think about the gestures that's being made uh, by Major League Baseball and the WNBA as they get start, as they opened up their weekend or they opened up their season? I mean, I, I, as long as, like you said, it's 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 with the right understanding of why you're doing it. If you're just doing it for the purpose of just to try to be on ESPN or if you're just trying to do it just to to say, look, we're kind of going with the trend of the moment, then it, it loses its meaning. Um, but if you understand why you're preparing a Black Lives Matter shirt or, 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 or a statement about Black Lives Matter or just if you're making a statement about Breonna Taylor or George Floyd, you understand it's just not George Floyd beyond it. It's the history of, of, of these individuals being killed, and you understand why. As long as they understand why they're doing it, I don't have a problem with it. And I, I think it's, it, it, it sends the right message, but you turn around and you're doing it, and, you, and you're completely over here in left field. You, just, you, you need to sit down and let somebody have a conversation with you. Yeah, well, what if they don't want to, they don't want to have a conversation? Uh, and they do it for the wrong reason. Be honest about it. If you don't, if you know, be honest about it. If you don't want to, then, like you said, there were some who did not kneel, um, and they, and there are some who are not wearing I can't breathe shirts, and there are some who who are not doing it. Okay, that's fine. I, I'm not going to crucify you for that. Um, but just don't go making those stupid statements or or making something that it's really not. I agree with that. Lou, uh, what is your thought? As long as you, like uh, like Walter said, if, you, if you're doing to make a statement, it's one thing. But if you're just doing it, you know, like, well, I want to get ESPN, I want to do this, or that, no. You have to have a purpose, you know, to back it up. I mean, that's how it should be. I believe in people's causes, you know, if it's for the right reason. But not just to make a spectacle of yourself. That's 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 not right at all. So, you know, make your case, and you know, just don't, just don't go, don't go beyond, you know, the meaning of what it is, because that's, because then you're missing the whole point of why you're doing these uh, gestures and protesting in the first place. Just stick to your cause. Okay, D. I would agree with Walter. I think if and and uh, if you. If you have a purpose for doing it, and just like you said, if you're not interested in sitting down and actually having a conversation and educating yourself on what this stuff actually means, 
seen earlier just doing it just because it's kind of the popular thing to do right now. Just get some way and sit down. You know what I mean? I rather you just be quiet because what we don't need in our country period at this point is just a bunch of people stepping onto the next new thing. You know what I mean? If you're not really up for trying to make change and to help educate the masses and really get an understanding of what not only the protests mean but why it's so important for you to learn more about it, and just don't do it. Just don't do it. I was a little, I was a little miffed with baseball. I'm gonna be honest with you because I just, I didn't understand the Boston Red Sox. They put the sign out there that said Black Lives Matter. Then I'm, as I'm watching this game right now, when we're recording between the A's and the Angels, there's the little BLM with the Major League Baseball symbol. I'm just a little bit missed with baseball. Um, <laughs> I really am. Because there ain't that many brothers in baseball. <laughs> just, it ain't that many brothers play baseball. Ain't, ain't that many brothers watch baseball. So, um, and it's not, uh, I guess you could say, a great symbolic gesture as it would have been when it was America's pastime. Baseball's not America's pastime no more. No. Football is. So it doesn't carry the same weight. So I didn't. I don't really see the need for baseball to do it. You see what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't see the need for them to do the black cloth. I was like, that. That's a waste of time. Let's just play baseball. Not that I'm not. I'm not, a, yeah. not no, against what they did. I was. I was just like, why are y'all doing this? Y'all don't mean it. It's not sincere. So let's let's not even waste our time and your time. And then let's not even make the debate be possible for when some of your players don't kneel. Because do it. It, it, right. it serves no purpose. That's just that's not right. even do it. Now, the thing that overshadowed most of that game was well, Bellinger stood up, but he put his hands on he put his hand on Mookie Betts' shoulder. I would have just rather y'all just went on ahead and played baseball, and Mookie Betts just decided not to be around for the national anthem, just like the girls did in a WNBA game. I thought that was excellent. I was like, thank you. That is brilliant. Don't give them nothing. Just don't be there. <laughs> you can't there you say go. You can't say there that. We're not there. You know, we told well, them how well, we know, feel about the situation. Right now. Exactly. You know, and let's not even do it. But, popularity right now. But let me, ask, let, me ask some clarity, let me ask some clarity and balance. I'm all for you wanting mm-hmm. to be in solidarity of something. Because, I mean, you, you go mm-hmm. online and you see YouTube and they pop on Black Lives Matter. You see these corporations like Walmart or Amazon, Black Lives Matter. If you just want to make a statement of solidarity, that's fine. Uh, But, again, understand why you're making that statement of solidarity and and just keep it moving. Um, And if you don't want to be educated about it, don't be fake about it. Don't turn around and draw it on you where you're trying to draw the focus off of what it's about. But if you want to make a statement of solidarity, like you said, now the WNBA, they said we got we got one more better. We're just not gonna come out for the national anthem. See, that that now you're hitting home what it's all about. Right. Exactly. And and that's what. And then you know the situation. They have the young lady's name on her shirt. I mean, we all are aware of the situation and no not wanting everything. But I like what the girls did in the WNBA. I said, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Let's just do that. 
Let's do that. Matter of fact, we really shouldn't play the national anthem before a start of a sporting event anyway, in my opinion. I've been on that for a minute, but hmm. hey, that's what these people want, and that's what, they, that's what they're going to get. It's just, it's a fake controversy to me. It really is. And I want to ask right. you guys something All right. about LeBron James. I, I, he said something, and sometimes I want to sit down with LeBron James and have a conversation and say, did you think out what you were saying? Because he said Black Lives Matter isn't a movement. It's a lifestyle. Um, let me ask oh, you, Walter. It's not a is lifestyle Black Lives for everybody else. Just you. That's, that's, <laughs> I didn't that's, hear, thank you. I didn't hear, the I I didn't hear you. him make the comment. I don't know. I didn't hear him mm-hmm. make the comment, but just the simple okay. fact that you're saying it on your radio show, and I'm, I, that's not something I can't agree with. Um, I, mm-hmm. You know what? I don't have a Black Lives Matter shirt until tomorrow. So I realize me putting on this Black Lives Matter shirt once it comes, I'm not doing it from a a lifestyle standpoint. I'm doing it from the standpoint that I look at my society and what I live in, and as a father having a daughter, I see what's going on when it comes to black men and black, black young ladies. And we're being killed. You know, you may... I think didn't he make a couple of, didn't he make a statement a couple of months ago that sometimes we feel like we're being hunted? Right. That's what he said. And, right. So how can you say this is a lifestyle but one minute say you it's we're hunted? And so I've I've come to understand now what he meant in that moment because at times if I didn't have the Lord Jesus Christ in my life as a man of God I feel I can understand that statement now, and that's the reason why I'm comfortable now with wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. But before, I never had. One. But to say it's a lifestyle, like I can't agree with that statement. Derek, is it a lifestyle? No, it's not. This 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 is where sometimes you have to kind of weed through what people say. Because if you, if you follow what happened, what happened was he and Anthony Davis were like, we ain't doing this. And what are they? They're business partners. They're business partners. They both signed the court for And no matter what he says, sometimes you still have to watch what people do. I, I admit, I like the fact that he would speak up and do all those things. But at the same time, he still protects his own interests. He just does kind of in a measured way. I'm not upset with that. At all, just you can't say that it's, it's a lifestyle, not a movie, because it's only a lifestyle that you look like us. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. And your lifestyle ain't like anybody else. That's not that's not a knock on you. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. So you can't just come out and make. You know, what I mean, you can because it's your right to say so. But then you can't mm-hmm. feel like nobody's gonna check you because you're LeBron James. It's not a lifestyle. It's not. It's nobody desires to have a lifestyle choice. It's something that you make. Most of us don't get to make the choice. These huh. people that are dying on the street don't get to make the choice. They just there, they happen to be the wrong shade of brown or whatever, and this is what happens. So it's not a a lifestyle. This is what you're born with. This is what you got. You got to deal with it. And for him to say it like that makes it seem like there's a choice that people are making. When bad stuff happens, <laughs> just because of it, you know what I mean, just because of your skin pigmentation, like that's not a choice that anybody makes. Hey, you know what? I'm brown. 
I might get shot today for being pulled over for for a cross taking lanes wrong or something like that. Like that don't make sense. So sometimes it's better to just not say anything than to say something stupid. You know how the old people say sometimes it's better not say to say nothing at all than to say something that might get you in trouble. That's one of the things you should probably yeah. just say it. Yeah, that was one of them instances I, I respect. Uh, and, Lou, you said something earlier uh, about respect uh, people's causes. I respect everybody's causes, whether I agree with you or not. It, it's not up it's because I have the choice to whether or not I want to support you. But you can do whatever you want. You can have a cause for anything. You can have a cause for animals. You can have a cause for trees. You can have a cause call for uh, air pollution, whatever your cause is, you can you can have it. I respect your ability to have a cause. I just don't have to agree with it, and I don't have to support you on it. Right. That's that's what that's my that's my thing about that. But um, Black Lives Matter. When Lou, let me just go. Let me go. I just ask you this question. You're yeah. you're you know you're not you're not a brother. And right when you hear Black Lives Matter, what is what is that? In both of you. Well, I don't know if how to say but they're saying Black Lives Matter, but does, do they mean like that only Black Lives Matter and the rest of us are just like you know we don't exist? I mean, it it kind of, it, it did kind of say I sound a little bit insulting at first, like you know like it's like saying Black Lives Matter, like uh, everything else doesn't. So that's the first impression I got. But I see now that you know you're you're trying to make a statement like you know. They're saying, hey, we count too. You know, it's not just, you know, white, purple, or whatever. It's black. We matter too. So I, I, I get it now. I mean, I didn't get it at first. It's like, you know, only we matter. But it's like, no, we matter just as much as everybody else does. I respect that. You see, I respect that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I had that same conversation um, with someone else. Um, and they told me all lives matter. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that, that would be nice if that was the case. Since we yeah. landed over here to be uh, slaves, I'm pretty sure that would have been nice to the people that welcomed those first uh, uh, boat riders over here, and they thought it was going to be, uh, they were just good uh, guests, and they turned out to be uh, trying to do a hostile takeover, where they did do a hostile takeover. So See, in this country, all lives have not mattered, especially black lives. Because, one, you brought, me over, you brought my ancestors over here to serve you, to build your country. And then after you, quote, unquote, gave us freedom, you segregated us. Or you put laws on us to say that we still were not equal to you. I don't even know why the country say all men are created equal because you never looked at black lives as equal or black people as equal. So that's where the organization came from after the death with Eric Garner, with Felipe Castile, uh, Sandra Bland, all of those different things where the police were just straight up targeting. It looked like they were just going overboard with black people in the arrest or that was being seen or captured on video. That's where Black Lives Matter came, came in. It was basically to say, like you said at the end of your statement, yeah, I, Black Lives Matter, hello? Stop killing us. <laughs> that's what we're asking. Right. That's what we're asking. So, but, see, that's a conversation. If a person's willing to listen and you can give and take and have that conversation, it's different. But if a person wants to shut you off, 
and they just think Black Lives Matter is just some terrorist organization. It's compared to the Black Panthers and all this other stuff. Then mm. I got nothing for you because you're not you're not going to listen to me. You're not going to see it that way. So it's pointless. That's why I wish if if they're not being genuine, I don't care if it's Walmart, Pizza Hut, Major League Baseball, the NBA or the NFL. If they're not being genuine. Don't do it. I can care less about lift every voice and sing. And it's not an anthem. It's a hymn. <laughs> I wish they stopped saying that. Uh, <laughs> but it is, <laughs> it is what it right. is. It's a, it's, a hymn, it's a hymn that people have adopted as as an anthem, correct? Mm-hmm. Right, but it's like it's one of them situations. I, I I I wish we can have honest conversations. It's just like the same thing with this coronavirus. The, a simple thing is to wear masks so you can protect me from you, and I can protect. You from me. You know what I'm saying? We, that's, we all wear masks. We can all be protected from each other. But it's politicized because some way, somehow, that's hinging on somebody's freedom. What the heck? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I just want yeah, to Yeah, but no one seems to be listening. I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, in Tokyo or over in uh, South Korea, their baseball uh has now allowed 10% capacity for uh, their fans to come and watch games. Does anybody see that possibly happen at any point uh, during the NFL season? Or let's even say college football, because they're playing football. I already know that. Do you see that happening at any point, um, Lou? Um, right away, no. But as maybe the season progresses, I think maybe they'll I mean, like, oh, let's say 25% capacity. But I would think it'd be like uh, towards like uh, the midway point of the season. You know, they want to see how it's uh, going first with you know, the pandemic, but the uh, pandemic rising in you know other parts of the other parts of the country, the South and the West. So I think they will allow fans, but it won't be at full capacity, and it'll have to be not right away. Not right away, but maybe some point later on. Yes. What about you, Walter? You think at some point later on it possibly could be at least maybe 10% capacity of fans? Not until, not until the 2021 season. Um, we, as a nation, we have to get this coronavirus under control, even if there is no – I mean, because what baseball and, and, and sports is starting to show you that with testing, and, and that's going to be a big issue, it's amazing how the, – Sports have all the testing and the contract tracing, but minorities and people of color don't have that for another discussion but or just in another forum. Um, but they're showing you it works. And so we need to see our nation modeling what the sports are doing. So you're not until 2021. Okay. You know, college football – uh, we just had another school shut it down because they've had so many positive tests um, in, on campus. Uh, Michigan State did it first. Um, I know of that one. And then we have, let's see, who else? Rutgers. Um, they put a halt to their workouts as, as they decided to quarantine the, foot, the, the team. Here, here, here's my thing that's really interesting to me about football, about college football. I know the NFL's going to play. I get that. The NFL is going to play some hella high water. It, I, I don't care if they. I don't care if they have to move to an island. They they can play on an island and put a football field on the NFL. <laughs> playing they're playing. They're playing football. We right. get that. Um, play my basement. 
they, no, they. I'm telling you, they, they have to go to Dubai and play on a football island. They, they trust right. me. They playing in the NFL this year. My problem is college football, and here and here yeah. and here's what's my thing. I, I skirted around this last week, and I said it's 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 amazing that the place, the conferences that are located in the South, they're the ones that's holding up and not agreeing to listen. Let's just try to play a regional based schedule. Let's play conference only. It, it, it's just amazing that they're the ones that's doing that. The team, the conference in the North and the conference in the West said, you know what? Conference only. Fall sports. That's what we're going to do. But the SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 have this brilliant brainstorm that where most of their schools are located is hot spot. But they believe they're going to get football with a, with a 10-12 game schedule. And that is just mind-boggling to me. That nobody is calling these dudes out for what they are. Except Paul Fine, Paul Feinbaum. He said what he said. But and it can't be about the money because there ain't gonna be no fans in attendance, and they're not gonna make all that money up by the TV contract. I don't get if students are not on campus. Why in the world, Derek, are they trying to play football? I don't get it. Because it's about it's about the control, man. Listen, it's just like the governors in the South. The governors in the South, they're suing, they're suing the governor of Atlanta for protecting people. <laughs> they're suing her. So it's, yeah. it's it's not just about money, man. It's not about the TV contract. It's about nobody's going to tell us this. You got to remember what you're talking about. You're talking about the South, bro. You're talking about the Civil War area. Y'all not going to tell us what we can or can't do. And, that listen, that mentality didn't go nowhere just because slavery ended. Uh, you know what I mean? Because basically they just moved slaves from from slaves to sharecroppers and stuff like that. So that mentality run deep down here, dude. It ain't it ain't going nowhere just because you know what I mean. A situation come up. Because in their mind, I'm not out there playing. I don't care if they catch corona. Y'all get out there and be my entertainment. Because mm. I said that's what you're gonna do. That might sound real harsh and you know what I mean, kind of straight to it. But really, there's no other way to think about it. What else could you possibly no. benefit from it? You're not going to make no money. Nothing. So no. you don't have no other benefits right. other than saying, I can make you do it. None. None whatsoever. Now, here's, here's the, the funny thing about it. The NCAA is the other of the football levels that they control. They're, they're considering canceling fall sports. Well, the sports they can control, they're thinking about canceling fall sports. This is the NCAA. You know that has not a doggone mm-hmm. thing to do with the Power Five Conference, Lou? Nothing. Nope. Mm. Nothing. What the Power shock. Five Conference, you can still play. I don't, well, that's what brings in all the records. Because they the run themselves. They don't, don't do much. They run themselves. Yeah. The NCAA don't run they those do. conferences. They run themselves. Right. Yeah. But here's the thing, Wilson. South <laughs> uh, Oklahoma is went on ahead and moved up their game against, it's this Missouri State against Missouri State. Missouri State is controlled by the NCAA because they play on the football championship level series. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma has basically still said, we're going to play that game on August the 29th against that school. Mm-hmm. What is your thought about that? <laughs> I think, I think, what we're seeing with this coronavirus, it, it's it's revealing the, the the critical issues of the NCAA and these different power conferences. 
and I think I, I, I raised this question before. I mean, are we approaching a time now where it needs to basically be dismantled and re put together where it will benefit, first of all, the, the amateurs, and second of all, it won't be so driven by, you know, the dollar bill with these bowl games and stuff. Um, it, it's just revealing a lot that should be a lot of red flags for people to say, hey, look, no, you know, there's time. it's time for a change. Just like you, you call for a change in, in different things in sports like the NFL and Major League Baseball, it's time to make a change now within the NCAA because, you know, you can't be putting these, these young men's lives um, at risk. I mean, just because you are part of the five power conference, you think that you have precedent to do it based on money? No. I, I think we really need to take a sledgehammer to this and dismantle it. I have no problem with that thought process, but as long as kids, as long as the top athletes, are going to go to these top schools. And I'm not blaming them because I, I'm sorry. If, if my lights were off and me and my mama were starving and somebody showed me $20,000 and I'd never seen that kind of money, I'd take it too. So I can't really blame them for that. Yeah. But it, it's really, this is really just, this is horrific that they, 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 they can't even take in consideration backing it up. It's, it's about as bad as the schools, uh, by the elementary schools, the middle schools and the high schools. It's about as bad as that. I mean, it's like my goodness, mm-hmm. people. I don't care. I don't care if there's a point zero 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 one percent chance a kid can catch it. They shouldn't be in school. That's too much. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Period. Exactly. That is too much. I mean, I don't get the where's this fringing on people's freedom stuff. I don't or your your freedom of choice or the kid, the kids make the decision. The kids want to play. Listen, yeah. when I was 20 years old, a lot of things I wanted to do, and it took somebody older than me to talk some sense to me and say, listen here, boy, that ain't going to work. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> I know. This is not a good not, idea. This is not a good idea. Sometimes we have to be saved from ourselves. And I think uh-huh. there, needs to be a, there needs to be a serious consideration that, hey, you know what? They should not play football. And if they do, it should be every other week. At least get it to, okay, you play a game, you're off the following week. You play a game, you're off the following week. At least take that into consideration. But they're not taking none of that into yeah, consideration. Right. They just want to play tested. football. It's not bad. Exactly. It's not bad they just want to play football. Well, yeah. well, can, well I, can, can, I, can I widen this conversation out just a little bit? I, I'll put it this way. We have, okay. you, can, you can go, you can go and, fight for your country and kill other people and be killed at 18. But you can't drink till you're 21. I can make you mm. millions of dollars between 17 and 21, but I can't even buy a drink for my own self <laughs> till I'm, yeah. I'm 21. You know what I mean? So it, right, you have yeah. to look at it, It's not just the NCAA, man. It's the whole system itself that's in this country that's wired. And the people who run the system most of the time don't have to face any of the uh, the hard decisions and make any of the sacrifices that the people in the middle and at the bottom do. That's why that's why you can be drafted into the military. Why no rich people kids mm. getting drafted into the military? It was poor people. Nope. And you ain't really mm. you couldn't fight it. You know what I mean? You gotta go. So the the whole thing. You gotta go. You gotta up, go. And I'm just be real with you. 
Yeah, the whole thing is messed up. My only thing is, I agree. It really, with y'all want to make a change? Mm. Say I ain't going. Because <laughs> the players it. can fix this real quick. We are not playing. Real easy. Problem solved. Exactly. Problem solved. What are they going to do? They're going to kick all y'all off scholarships. So, okay. I mean, oh, that well. means now it's going to be a whole bunch of us at HBCUs. They're not playing football. Mm, that's it. People still on scholarship. They still going to class. Oh, my. Still eating every day. Same thing. Ain't that something? The HBCU uh, will not play <laughs> in the fall. That's what I tell you. Cancel the season. They it, said it is over. Yeah. No, we're not waiting. We're not waiting to no end. No because the small schools get paid a good chunk of money to go get beat down. So those schools, they need that right. money in the worst way. It helps the entire school. But I don't yeah, blame uh, the sacrificial the land game. Yeah. I'll tell you who. And another person in sports, as the NBA is back, and some of these guys are creeping from the bubble. I don't get it. Um, Parker, <laughs> you, you and your friend, um, you went home to go visit a friend of yours, and you were in the NBA bubble. But you like hot wings at the strip club. And your friend <laughs> take a picture. Yeah. Right. Of you at the at the strip club eating wings. Of of you at we are, we the are no strip longer club. friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> where do I start there? <laughs> um, I, I I mean in, in terms of me leaving the bubble, I, I got to come clean and, you know, take my, my punishment w- with the NBA. But with regarding my so-called friend, um, exactly. we can basically bring that to an end and say, hey, look, it's, you know, we've had our time, but it's time to move yeah. on. I mean, you, you, you remember that scene and remember the Titans when, when – um, was it Will Payton is sitting there with the other white coach, and he says, uh-huh. Coach Boone's daughter is over there, and he says, you're just going to go with it. And he says, all what we've done, he realized our, our friendship and our partnership has come to a, a crossroad where we can't, mm-hmm. we can't go on any further. And you just took a picture yeah. of me for whatever monetary purposes you did that, or just to, it's over. I mean, I'll take my medicine in terms of, you know, me leaving the bubble, but that's over. Yeah, yeah that, well, that ship will fail. Yeah, that ship will fail. Lou, what, are you, what is your thoughts of uh, Mr. Williams going to, going to attend a close family friend's um, funeral and then um, – he he had to go get the wings, man. That, that those wings were those were the greatest go, wings he ever had. Wings. He didn't have to go get wings, man. I mean, you had room service here. Everything you need in the bubble, you had to go out for wings. Uh, no, it's like you know what nah. last week you left you left accidentally um, your the campus. No, either you left or you didn't. What do you mean you left by accident? Oh, I just had to go get these wings. Mm. You had to get one delivered to you. What are you, some kind of what are you, some kind of an idiot? Come on. Nah, what a he wants yeah. to go to the strip club, and he happens to right. get the wings while right. the strip club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so he didn't go to B Dub. He didn't go to B Dub, right? He went oh, to no. B Rub. No, he went. 
He went now. Nah, he went uh, Magic City. Yeah, yeah, he went. <laughs> so he went. He went to B Rub. He didn't go to B Dub. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. D, D. Uh, yes, sir. What's your thoughts, man? Just what's your thoughts? Hey, man. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go far. I'm gonna go far. Gun on you, man. Stupid is a stupid dude. That's just that's that's, like, that's, that's, that's what I thought. That was just. That was just stupid. This is the thing, man. You a millionaire. You can get I'm exactly. Like, you can get any kind of wings you want. You can get somebody to come and cook the wings on the edge of the bubble in their food truck, and they'll hand them to you over the line. There's no yeah, excuse. But I, think just, I think the yeah. excuse for the wings is cold word for something it's else. Stupid. I think that's what he wants. Well, we already know I that. Think that's, we we know that. Yeah, yeah. We know that yeah. he wanted to go see Cinnamon and Diamond. We know. Uh, we know. Yeah. I'm not mad with him about that, yeah. but listen, you want to see some diamond, especially if you already was out. Have them come to your house. Yeah, but I, I am. I, I am mad bro. at him. Yeah, I am mad with him about that because of what you just said. He could have had them come see him. Um, right. Lou Williams, that's just, that's just, he has lost his mind. Stupid. That's all. You have lost <laughs> your mind moment. Like, yeah. What? When I saw the story, at first I laughed and I said, oh, man, they just picking on dudes. And then I heard yeah. somebody took a picture and posted it on social media. And then they deleted it. <laughs> I said, oh, my good gracious. Nah, nah, hey, nah. You know I, what? Nah. Will, that goes back to something that we used to say all the time when we hung out together. Everybody that's yeah. with you ain't with you. Stop taking everybody. We'll say it again, that's, somebody. That's, that's, that's my <laughs> homie. No. If y'all ain't fought each other and made up, y'all ain't free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all sure ain't. <laughs> y'all got to have an argument. You got to, hey, hey, D, you got to have an argument, baby. You got to have an argument because there's no to. way two people can be that much alike. You got to have an argument. You yeah. gotta, it got to be somebody trying to pull somebody one way. You got to. And to me, <laughs> That is not a friend. That ain't no friend. First of all, nope. what you need a picture of me and you for? We know boys. I know what you look like. You know what I look like. What we need a picture for? That would be my thing. We don't need no pictures. You know, you know my status right now. And what? You hey, D, I have to see him. He needs to keep safe. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got to see him. I do. I do. I got to see him. Yeah. I got to see him because, like, see really, him. bro? No. That just, as soon as I get back that, to the house, that, I'm gonna call you just like I don't know what happened. Hey man, come by. Come by, man. We got we got to work over here. Let's do it. Let's do this, bat. <laughs> what? Man, you played with you played with you played with millions. But I got first I gotta take ownership. I gotta take ownership first, Walter. I gotta say, you know what? I put myself in that situation. That's on me. You know what I'm saying? I tried to be sneaky and go get me some wings, quote, quote. But, okay, I'm going to put that on me. But I'm still going to see him, bro. Wait, right, wait. Right. Can I say one thing before you move on? How much uh, you been at the strip club? You know what the wings taste like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat at a strip club. Bring his in the truck eating the club. <laughs> you don't eat I'm going to say it again. What happened in the strip club? I think that, 
I think the wings are cold for something else. I, I, he said he said his favorite meal there. That was the man. That was his lame excuse. I said, man, that boy ain't go to eat. He went to go. Well, he may have ate, but it wasn't food. That's all. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'll just say, oh. you know, my lady all looking right. at me like you just. You just say anything. My lady looking at me like you just say anything. My bad. I didn't take that was too far. That was too far. That was too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. The Lakers. All right. The, uh, it, I like the. I like this NBA restart or these little scrimmages they have. And give you a chance to see some things you missed. The Lakers look good. They they look decent even without Rondo and Bradley. I like Milwaukee even without uh, Cunnington. I think he's coming back today. I think he had to go to his sister's wedding. Yeah. What's that, Caruso? Okay, well, anyway, content's coming back today. The Bucks look good. Giannis look like Giannis. Um, the Clippers, not only did they have not have Lou Williams, but they there without Patrick Beverly. Montrez Harrell had to lead the bubble, too, and then uh, Lou Shamit, and then um, Dubaka uh, is not there either. So they, they may be um, uh, coming up short as, as the um, season getting ready to restart and they get the playoffs going. I want to ask you, um, Walter, how – big of an effect do you think um the coronavirus will have will it over will it over uh, shadow injuries let's say like anthony davis got poked in the eye yesterday will it be more of who tests positive or with a significant injury um hurt a team's chances to win the title as we're closing out the season which one um, you think will play more of a role if they keep letting these Lou Williams situations occur, uh, I'm going to say – no, 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 no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're okay. talking about grown men. We're talking about grown men. Right, right. And right. If, they, if they have not made the commitment – and how long are they supposed to be in the bubble now? Oh, if you win, you're going to be in there all October. Yeah. You okay. win, you're going to be in there October. So if you ain't made, so if you ain't made the commitment for, for till October – to, to 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 keep keep yourself together. I'm trying to you know PG. If you not my wings. You going you going to see the coronavirus become an issue based upon yeah. because you're gonna hear a story or two about a female getting in there. My oh, there's already been one rumor. Oh, yeah. I just say yeah, it was one. It's already been a yeah. rumor. Yeah, it's like, already been a rumor. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Once, once you start, once you see enough smoke, and then with that smoke comes positive test fire in the bubble. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's 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 going that's going to overshadow the end. That that's the one thing well, that I'm, I'm really keeping my, my eye on. Well, well, why do you think they why do you think they got the snitch line? Why you think they got the snitch line? That snitch line ain't about. It ain't about necessarily if you. It's 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 more about if you see somebody bringing them bringing somebody in. That's what that snitch line was about. Yeah, it ain't about nothing else. But okay, let us know if you see them bringing somebody in. Dwight Howard don't got snitched on. We know what you know what his situation is. He he got like nineteen kids with eighteen baby eighteen baby mamas. I'm just saying. Oh, right. y'all don't do Dwight like that. Y'all don't do Dwight like that. That's why that's why he's smiling. Oh wow, he's Dwight, that was dead. not me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not me, Dwight. Oh, not real. <laughs> Now I see why he takes y'all serious and mean. He smiles 
too much because he. Oh, okay. Man, the white down killed. The white down there, boy. Yeah. The white say he. I'm gonna he he worried about whether how he's gonna take care of kids. I bet you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I mean, think what? I think he got like nine. I think he got like nine and seven different baby mamas or something I like that. That boy should have yeah, got twenty. That's a lot of baby mama. That's a Ooh, that's God, a that's boy. a lot of money he ain't support. got, Lou. Right, it's crazy, boy, savage boy. Ooh. That's why he came back to the local bed. Okay, I was just gonna say, I, I, I hope he did the payoff version instead of trying to go by you. Your pocket's gonna be on leave. Why he came? Why he came back to the Lakers begging? He came back to you like yeah, yeah, yeah that's why you know because I'm pretty sure when he left and they and when and they didn't resign him or he decided not to resign him, he signed with Houston. I'm pretty sure it was some burnt bridges, especially the fact he couldn't get along with Kobe, and then he left and they didn't win, yeah. they didn't even compete for a title. Jenny Bus mm-hmm. like uh, LeBron say I'm gonna get him, uh, he'll behave. Jenny Bus say no, come on now, bring him back. Man. You gotta him. The white, he need the money. The white showed up. <laughs> the white showed up. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, now. It's me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. So what are we going to show you now? It's me, dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Right, y'all leave the white alone, man. I'm going to leave the white alone. Lou, who, what's going to be more significant? More, more positive tests or, or significant injuries? I would I would think um, more positive tests. Okay. You, Derek? Uh, I, I should think about to go with them on this one. I, well, no, I, mm-hmm. I don't even think it's. I think it's going to be more of uh, an injury. The reason why I say that is because I think as the rounds as the rounds go on, dudes are really going to start to lock in and be like, "Hey, man, look, we really got a shot at this." So I think the coronavirus is actually going to come with a list of an issue when you start weeding out teams that probably weren't really in the hunt. Because, like, when you really start getting to, like, the second round and, and you know what I mean, them dudes really trying to get it, they're not – I don't think that's going to be as much of an issue as what people probably might think. I think the corona is going to be less of an issue and in, in injuries. Like like the freak accident with Anthony Davis the other day, you know what I mean? I don't see mm-hmm. him poked in the IMB out for weeks at a time because they can't mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think it's going to be something like that, other than other than the coronavirus. I don't think Corona is going to be as big of an issue. I don't. I agree with you with the injuries. Um, here's here's a couple of guys that's uh, on the injury list that's been. Uh, we got Embiid. He's got a calf issue. We got um, uh, Dame Dollar, Dame Lillard. He uh, has an inflamed foot, which that makes sense. He's been inactive for so long, and he's getting back in competitive action. And then um, Kimber Walker, who really had knee issues before um, the league got shut down or halted, and it's still he still haven't really returned fully to form. So I believe it's going to be an injury um, because you know these some of these guys are missing their their tests. I mean the NBA ain't playing; they out on these dudes for real, and the reporters are out on them. Uh, Porzingis missed his one day uh, his uh, quarantine test. And he's forced to miss a game. He has to be in his room for 24 hours. 
So they're not they're not playing about that thing. But the injury situation is going to be major because I noticed in the heat scrimmage yesterday, Bam Adebayo got rest, and he can't do anything without yeah. him. As good as Jimmy Butler is, they can't do anything without Bam Adebayo. All right, um, uh, Tom Thibodeau is going to be the coach of the New York Knicks. Uh, they're finalizing that five-year deal. Uh, Mark Jackson got overlooked. Jason Kidd got overlooked. I don't actually have a problem with either one of those guys getting overlooked. I think Tibbs is uh, as much of a, a tyrant that he is. It wasn't his fault in Minnesota that Big Cat didn't want to work and that uh, Wiggins didn't want to work. That's not on Tibbs. That's on the player. Um, he was able to coach a young team in Chicago with Derrick Rose, Joaquin Noah, young Jimmy Butler, uh, Carlos Puza and those guys. So I don't think sometimes it's not the coach. I think we, we want to put the blame on these guys so quickly. Sometimes the player has to look within because I can promise you, as bad as you think Tibbs is, the Miami Heat organization is worse. I'm just going to go <laughs> ahead and put that out there. <laughs> so uh, that's the organization. And Tibbs is from that tree of um, under Pat Riley's tree because he was the defensive coordinator for that 2008 championship uh, Boston Celtics team. And Doc Rivers is a true disciple of Pat Riley. Um mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to Up and All That Smoke by Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, just listen to Matt Barnes' story about Doc Rivers. <laughs> that sounds a lot like Pat Riley. But anyway, Tib, um, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think, uh, Walter, about Tib getting the job in uh, the New York Knicks? I am very happy. Very, very happy. The first piece. Um and I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping that the same way he was able to mold and build that Chicago Bulls into a defensive bull, um, pit bull, pit bull dog mentality of defense, that's going to move mm-hmm. New York back to its, its identity. Mm-hmm. What, what, with the way the New York Knicks roster is currently struck. Uh, currently at with the with the players they have on the roster. Don't you think the Knicks need to make make some moves for Tibbs to get the type of players he needs? Oh, yeah. Without question, you're going to have to kind of get those types of players that um, mm-hmm. that that's going to play that system of defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when it, when you look back on the Chicago Bulls. Um, success when Tibbs was there, I, you know, what, I mean, what was really standing in Chicago's way was really LeBron James in, in the heat, right? So if you and – And Derrick Rose's knees. And Derrick Rose's knees. And right. So if you don't have the injury issues and you don't have the LeBron and, and Chris and um, Dwayne factor, you know, I think that with the right players – in that system, and you only need one or two stars on that team, the Knicks can be competing in five years from now. I, I would give it a five-year win. Uh, he, won't, he won't be there in five, <laughs> five years. <laughs> he won't no, no, be there no, no, no. When I say five years, when I, when I say five oh. years they're, they're, in the, they're in the NBA finals in five years. Now, in terms oh, but of they're making, the But they're making the playoffs. Okay, I think mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right. I see it. The, the, okay, the I progression, I got you. Make, make the playoffs, mm-hmm. 
by by year three, you should be knocking on um, Eastern Conference Finals by year three. Four. You know, and you're gonna need some lucky If you got to lose, you know, if you got to lose year three and four to 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 learn how to be a champion, then fine. By year five, you're knocking on the door to bring that trophy back to New York. Yeah, a lot. A lot's gonna depend on where that ping pong ball falls in October. Uh, Lou, what is your thoughts about Tibbs being the uh, coach of the New York Knicks? Five years, huh? Well, well, he can't do any worse than <laughs> Fisdale, which was a disaster. So yeah, Where he has experience. To stop! Uh, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay, Fizz sorry, got a bad shape. deal. Fizz got a bad. Yeah. yeah, he did not get a fair shape. But go ahead, finish your statement. Okay, okay, I just I'll, say that. I'll tell you back. But you know, okay. I mean, they've had a downward spiral for over that. the last few, over the last uh, decade or so, and you know, but Tibble mm-hmm. uh, has the experience. He's been with the Knicks before, and you know, maybe he can turn this uh, team's misfortunes around. We can only hope. But mm-hmm. you think it's going to take five years for them to win a championship, or five years just to get in the playoffs? I mean, because I, I don't know if I want to wait that long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I hope it doesn't take that long. I really don't. Well, uh, D, the reason I asked Walter about uh, does, does the Knicks have the current players on their roster to deal with Tibbs because some of those players were there with Fizz, and Fizz too is a mm-hmm. man of the cycle. So yep. my question to you is: Did the New York Knicks make the right hire? No. I do not think they made the right hire, but since they hired the dude, now what they need to do is make the right personnel moves. Um, they had a lot of people on that team who did not want to work. They didn't value work. They didn't care to work. They didn't care to work together. And you saw what happened. My only thing was y'all bought all the, in all these new pieces and then fired the coach because the players didn't want to do their job. I'm not firing the coach. It again. I'm firing mm. some of y'all. It ain't like y'all were winning. Mm. You listen, all them dudes on one-year contract that just wanted to shoot so they can get their numbers up, hey, sit him, sit him, sit him. As a matter of fact, we're going to go to Jamal Tinsley route. You just go home. We got to pay you anyway. We're going to hire somebody else to take your spot for the rest of the year because you ain't going to be back next year anyway. You just go home. I, uh, I, don't, mm. I, think, I actually think for what they have, because you got to remember, the, most, the core of their team, like the youngest parts of their team are guards. You got Neil Aquino, you got Dennis Smith, you got R.J. Barrett, you got Knox, who's kind of a guard forward combo. Who better to develop those guys than guys who play high-level guard in the league? You got Jason Kidd, you got Mark Jack. You got one – I, I would have even took Mike Wilson. Yeah, you have people who yeah. have, have done what you are trying to get these guys to do at a real high level. So, to me, it doesn't make sense for you to hire a guy who – even though he is a really good defensive coach, developing players offensively is not his forte. The NBA is not built on who can play the best defense right now. Unless you got like a Kawhi and a Paul George, you need dudes who can put the ball in the bucket. That team don't have any defensive stalwarts other than Robinson. So you need somebody who can teach them how to put the ball in the bucket and play efficiently. I just don't see Tibbs doing that. That was one of the problems in Chicago was they got stale. You know what I mean? It was a lot of big yeah. roles dribbling and go get me a bucket and as soon as he couldn't do that and he was hurt the bottom fell out well you don't have you don't have a big rose and 
yeah, unless you can get one, like you said, unless the ping pong ball really falls in way, you're going to have to develop a system, which I've never seen him do. I've never seen him get a mm-hmm. system like Coach Pop and make dudes who you don't know fit. He had, He's always had alphas. I don't see him being able to do what he does without alphas. I don't mm-hmm. You need a I like the comparison to Pop because developmental team. Yes. I like the comparison what you just said about Pop because Pop adapted as time went on. He saw right. that he needed to change his style and his philosophy and make it a more open floor type of game to take advantage of Tony Parker. See, the thing mm-hmm. I, I the thing I like about Tibbs though, he is a disciplinarian. You gotta get that to that cat that I mean, that's what he did in Chicago, that's what he did in Minnesota. Again, if you think he bad, Miami Heat are ten times worse. But I tell you someone, and the reason why I'm not bringing up Mark Jackson and um, and Jason Kidd is because both of them, for some odd reason, people just don't like them. I don't know what it is about Mark Jackson. I don't know what it is about <laughs> Jason Kidd, but that pe- people just don't like them. And I'm serious. NBA executives don't want to deal with them. But I tell you who is right now a hot commodity, and, uh, and I'm going to be really interested who pulls this trigger, is Becky Hammond. I know that I, I you like guys it. may not know who she is. <laughs> She is a. She was a very good WNBA player. She has been. Pop has given her a lot of credit with a lot of the development of the Dejounte uh, Murray. If you don't know who he is, he's a late round draft pick that the Spurs picked up, and he is a really talented guard. He's not an All Star, but he's a very solid NBA player. They run a lot of their offense through him. Pop gives her a lot of credit with what has been going on with the guards. And D, you said it right. They are so guard oriented with Nia Kina. Dennis Smith Jr., if they get LaMelo Ball, Knox, and then, of course, R.J. Barrett. I think there's going to be a mm-hmm. big problem between R.J. Barrett and Tills because R.J. Barrett, Barrett don't have a D in his name and he don't have no D in his game. <laughs> he I is agree. Carmelo Anthony. He uh, is Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't think what? that's the case, just watch R.J. Barrett. He is Camelo Anthony. I got to give Camelo some love because Camelo trying to play defense now that he lost 20 pounds. But anyway, that's who R.J. Barrett is. So I don't think that's going to be a real good match. If they couldn't play for Fizz. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The, you know what the real sticking point is going to be, Will, is if management backs him. If management will back him and allow him to put his foot in their behind, then you may have something. But if they don't back him, like I felt like they didn't back Fizz, they didn't back Fizz. They didn't back Fizz. Fizz wanted to be tough. You can't do that. They pros. Even with Tills, the the only issue I have with that is right now he's dealing with a bunch of AAU babies. He's not dealing with Luau Dang. Ain't ain't no Luau Dangs on that team. Ain't no dudes, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Joe Kim Noah played for Billy Donovan. So he played for a hard Mm -hmm. news coach. Uh, Carlos Boozer played for uh, uh, for uh, Mike Krzyzewski. Okay. He had right. guys that have been really coached hard. You ain't got none of them people in no. New York right now, except R.J. Barrett, and he, he dealt with a more subdued Coach K. He ain't deal with fire flame and Coach K that we saw in the past. Mm. It, it, it was a whole different animal, coach. so he's going to have his work cut out for him. I'll just put it that way. I, I know that's right. He is. Hey, he dealt with the Coach K like I tell my kids. 
Them, them two old people that you know right now that's being nice to you, that's your grandparents. That ain't the people I grew up with. Them two nice people trying to get to heaven. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> y'all, y'all be good. Be safe. Stay a for somebody. Good day to see. I holler. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.